0: You're listening to Behind the Double Doors, bringing you behind the scenes to learn about cosmetic surgery procedures and the latest non-surgical aesthetic treatments with Houston board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon, Dr. Bob Basu.
1: So I'm excited to introduce you to our first celebrity guest on Behind the Double Doors, one of the stars of the hit reality show, 90 Day Fiance. I'd like to welcome Brittany, also known on the Instagram world at The Boss Brittany. Welcome, Brittany.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today.
1: Awesome. Well, I know our listeners are really interested to get your insights about your journey. And before we dive into your plastic surgery perspectives, I want to talk to you because you're a Houstonian. Tell me how you ended up living in Houston.
0: I actually put some little cities like on a piece of paper well not little cities this is a big city but I put some cities on a little piece of paper and I put them in a hat and I just took one out and it happened to be Houston and I came here the next day and I've been here ever since
1: that's right that's right it is a great place to live and we're we're glad you're part of H-Town so I wanted to dive a little bit into your plastic surgery journey so you've been very open about your first breast surgery, which was a breast reduction when you were quite young. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience?
0: Yes, I had a breast reduction when I was young. I think I was about maybe 20 or something. And I had a really big breast. I had like F cups. I could not work out. I had like serious back problems. I just couldn't keep up with the other girls. And I felt like really self-conscious because I just felt like they were too big for my body. And I went to try to get a trainer. I did a lot of things to try to like strengthen my back and try to make me feel better, but it just did not work out. So I decided to get a reduction and my insurance approved me for emergency reduction. And I did that and I just, I felt better in my back and I definitely felt lighter, but the visual look of my breasts, I did not like. My scars were kind of crazy, you know, they just seemed like they were longer than they really needed to be. They seemed like kind of out of shape. They were just very zigzag. They weren't like detailed. And I felt like they kind of reduced my breast way too much because even at that time, I actually had more weight on me because I actually went through a weight loss journey who people don't know about. But Mm -hmm. I was about 70 pounds heavier than I am now. And I had B cup breasts and it did not look right on my body size.
1: Mm -hmm. So the pain that you mentioned was at least the pain alleviated right away, or did it take some time to get better after your reduction?
0: Honestly, I felt like alleviated. As soon as I woke up, I felt a difference in my back. I definitely Mm -hmm. felt like lighter. I was able to just sit up easier and just like walk easier. Like I was no longer like hunching. So it was like a right away. I felt like Mm -hmm. just immediately weight off my shoulders.
1: But the big concern was the scarring that you were experiencing and the up- resultant size that you had. Was that correct?
0: Yes. The scarring and the sizing, just, I don't think that it benefited me at all.
1: So the next stage in your journey was that you thought about getting implants. Can you tell us about what you were thinking about and what led you to get an augmentation after you had the reduction?
0: Yes. I obviously felt like self conscious about the size of my breast after I got my reduction. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, maybe I would feel better about it. And I just didn't over the year. So I decided, you know, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to do what I have to do. And I'm going to get like some implants, at least like a, maybe a smaller implant at the top or something just to fill mm-hmm. out my breasts. I didn't know what to do, but I knew that I wanted them to be a little bit bigger, at least a D cup to fit my body size.
1: And so when you had the augmentation, what was your experience afterwards? How did it make you feel? Tell me about your journey after that augmentation.
0: I felt really good. I felt great after my breast augmentation. I know that we had discussed my scars being mm-hmm. revised and they were not revised, but he did after surgery, go ahead and do like, uh, I think it's called Kenalog injections, mm-hmm. steroid or
1: injections, steroids,
0: yeah. injections mm-hmm. into the keloids. and. Or the scarring that I had, and it actually did help a lot, I think. And we went ahead and did some cream to lighten the scars, and I definitely think that worked a lot. But I was only really happy with my breast surgery for about two years or maybe Mm -hmm. three years, and then I noticed that they were bottoming out. Mm -hmm. And while I still felt like they looked okay, they just were not like how I wanted them to be. I knew like. Mm -hmm. It could look a lot better in the shape where they were placed. And also like my nipples probably could have looked like a little bit better. The scarring around my nipples. Mm -hmm. I feel like they had spread it out because my boobs had just moved around.
1: So for our listeners, when, when you mentioned bottoming out, can you kind of explain to them what you were experiencing?
0: Yeah. So with the bottoming out, I had, my breasts were like sitting high. They were nice, kind of like how they are now. And then the implant, I guess my skin couldn't support it anymore. So the implant just was like moving down and they were just sagging pretty much. Like Mm -hmm. it's just the implant sagging to the bottom of your skin when I say bottoming out for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So now you were thinking about another procedure. Tell us what made you think about a revision surgery. Was there something that happened or maybe you saw yourself in an angle on TV? Was there a certain event that said, hey, I need to do something about this?
0: Yeah, I can definitely share that. I definitely knew that especially a year after my breast surgery, after like doing the scar treatments, I knew that that was probably only going to take me so far, the scar treatments. I realized that I probably would need a scar revision. And I knew that I wanted to take my time and look for doctors. So I have been looking for doctors for quite some time to do a breast surgery for me, but I I was so traumatized of going under the knife again. I wanted to make sure I did my research the right way. And Mm -hmm. it took, years, I mean, <laughs> to find you. Sure.
1: <laughs> so how did you find us? I mean, you obviously do your homework. You're very well read. Tell us what kind of research that you do. And ultimately, what made you choose us?
0: I chose you in your office because I looked at a couple different surgeries for breasts. I talked to girls who had the same issues as mine but like went to get revisions. I know some girls who just went and got breast lifts. I knew some girls that just switched their implants. Mm-hmm. I knew some girls that went to Columbia. I knew girls that went to Turkey. I knew girls that went to US, Miami. And I just talked to them and I asked them questions. I'm like, hey girl, how do you think it went? You know, How was your doctor this? And I just ran across the girl who did the internal mesh surgery. And that sounded like her story out of all of them sounded more like me Mm -hmm. and something that I would be interested in. She's like, it holds your breast up. She told me she had problems with her breast being big. She got a reduction and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. this sounds like me. I need to look into this. So I started looking into it, Mm -hmm. looked on Instagram, saw a couple doctors that did it. From my research, I don't see a lot of doctors that do it. So then I looked for the quality, like, do I like the way it looks? Which doctor do I like the way it looks? So I chose... It was like maybe like two doctors. I like the way their surgery actually looked. And then I looked at pictures with clothes and without clothes. Mm -hmm. So then I knew, okay, this doctor's work looks good with clothes, but without clothes, it doesn't look so good. So then I had two and then I was like, let me look at the bedside manner and the aftercare And your aftercare reviews and your bedside manner and also how people were saying that they really felt good with you and you were always there for them after their surgery, if you had any questions or anything. So that was big to me. And that's what ultimately made me decide to go with you. I looked all over the country. (laughs) I looked all over the country and it was just so crazy that the doctor that I found happened to be 30 minutes away from where I decided to move (laughs) at the last minute.
1: (laughs) Very good. Very good. So what advice would you have to someone who's listening about how they should find the right plastic surgeon for them?
0: I would say firstly, really, really don't just look at pictures, read reviews and You need to read all the reviews, read the good ones, read the bad ones. The bad ones may not even be bad. Like some reviews I was reading, they were like, oh, the doctor said I couldn't do this. And I'm like, well, that's something that she shouldn't be doing anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, just making sure that I read the reviews, like Mm -hmm. good and bad and like something that I could work with and the pictures that look good. I made sure I talked to girls who, if they were willing to, I did reach out to girls that they were willing to speak to me about their journeys with the doctors I was looking at. I listened to them. So I pretty much really dig into detail. I know a lot of girls that just look on Instagram and book right away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something that I... Be aware of. And I tell girls, don't just book from an Instagram picture. Don't book from Instagram clout because first of all, a lot of doctors, and I know we touched on that yesterday, a lot of the doctors are not accredited.
1: Mm -hmm, (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: A lot of them just post their best pictures or they find somebody to just like promote them and make them go crazy, but they're not really doing good work. So
1: no, that's a really good point. And you did your homework. You looked for someone who was certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery and make sure that your surgeon is a member of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, because at least it ensures that whoever you're selecting for surgery has been properly trained, vetted, and they continue with continuing education and adhere to strict ethical bylaws to make sure you're going to get responsible care from your surgeon. So it's been how many weeks since your surgery now?
0: I think I'm at my week six, almost six. yeah. Yeah.
1: How are you feeling?
0: I feel amazing. I feel really good. I've been out and about, I've been probably out more than I was before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us how this recovery, because this was clearly a, a more complex surgery. You underwent an internal bra technique using a material called Galaflex and a lot of revisional work. How was this recovery compared to, and you've had two prior breast surgeries, so you have a really good frame of reference. How is this recovery compared to your previous surgeries?
0: This recovery was definitely different. The pain wasn't bad. I felt like my breast did not hurt. It was like more so of my back that was doing the hurting because I was trying to get used to everything and I was punched over a lot. So I think that was kind of just me. And also I think that I definitely had to take more time to be more careful. I feel like with my first Breast surgery with the reduction, I was like up and at it the second day. Mm-hmm. I feel like with my implant surgery, I was up and at it the third day. But I feel like with this one, I wanted to make sure, especially with the internal mesh being in there and how I wanted my scars to heal, I just made sure that I take it easy. I don't lift too much, I don't do too much. So I feel like me being such an adventurous person, it was more of a mental toll on me to have to sit down and like let everybody wait on me. Like I was like, I want to clean my own house. I want to get my own food, but it's okay. You can just let somebody cater to you for a little while.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I I can't emphasize enough. I mean, Brittany did a great job planning ahead, taking the time to really plan out her recovery. Because if you're going to make an investment in any surgical procedure, whether it's plastic surgery or anything, you gotta plan ahead for the recovery. Because if you try to do too much, it could cause some problems. And I think kudos to you, Brittany. I think you did a phenomenal job planning ahead, taking the breaks that you need to, and that's why you heal so quickly. But one question, you're a pro at Instagram, obviously, and you get hundreds of comments a day. How do you handle those? Do you read everything? Have your fans and followers been supportive? Give us some insights.
0: That's a good question. I try not to read everything because it can be overwhelming and I like to remember that I'm a human at the end of the day and honestly humans are not meant for all this attention like right. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm trying to just deal with it as it comes, but I do try to read like the comments like people have a lot of questions, a lot of people are very supportive, they want to know like more mm. about The things that I do, especially this plastic surgery and then this journey with my breasts, I've gotten like a ton of questions and concerns and comments and support. And I think it's wonderful. I think it's amazing. And I feel blessed and happy and honored to be able to share this information with people and be a part of this discussion.
1: Mm -hmm, Great. That's awesome. And so when you're all healed and you're cleared, what's the first thing that you wanted to do?
0: I want to run. Oh my God. I want to <laughs> run so bad. My thighs are getting huge.
1: <laughs> well, okay. You're cleared to run. You're six weeks out. You're good. <laughs>
0: I've been like doing like light workouts ever since mm-hmm. I've been cleared to like just walk on the treadmill and do walking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just ready. Cause I know when I was in, when I lived in Miami South beach, I really was going hard with the fitness and the weight I'm just ready to get back to that.
1: <laughs> awesome. also awesome. So tell us, What's next for you? What's next in your chapter?
0: There's so much exciting stuff next in my chapter. First of all, I have been working on a lot of content, a lot of new content, my YouTube, and you can catch like all three episodes. Well, not all three episodes now, but soon you'll be able to catch all three episodes on YouTube regarding my breast surgery. Mm-hmm. I did the consultation, then I did the pre-op, and then up until surgery, and then I did after surgery, so you guys can see. And then I went ahead and did my follow-up. So you guys will be able to see that. You may see me on TV again. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to get away from it, to be honest, but it keeps chasing me. So. <laughs> <laughs> You guys might get another season out of me.
1: Okay, that's exciting. And you mentioned that you're doing some YouTube about your journey and you actually created a, another special Instagram account so that people could really get into the details of your of your surgical experience. And I believe that Instagram address is at Brittany in Plastic, is that correct?
0: Yes, I created Brittany in Plastic because I kept getting so many questions and comments about the surgeries that I've had my experiences with them. And so I just decided to create Brittany and Plastic. And there I felt like I could share my experiences. And also women can feel comfortable to share their experiences mm-hmm. and what they thought about different procedures, whether it be, you know, breast surgery, BBL, whether it be microneedling or something like that. I felt mm-hmm. like that was a good safe space to communicate about that. So I'm Definitely more active on that side when it comes to like plastic surgery and things like that. So that's a good page to follow if you want to get connected with your surgery sisters.
1: That's fantastic. And that thank you for creating that resource. And and I want to thank you, Brittany, for number one being a phenomenal patient. I think everyone can see you look phenomenal, and you can see all the different poses and outfits that you're wearing on your Instagram handle. So you're living life and I love seeing that. And The other thing I want to thank you for is being an advocate for women and plastic surgery and helping them learn more about their options and how they make responsible decisions. I think you've really been a champion of that and a patient advocate. So thank you very much because I think what you're doing is really valuable to people that are out there. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, it can get really confusing for patients and they can fall for flashy marketing and next thing you know, they're in trouble, right? And so I think the first thing patients need to do is to get real information, get educated, talk to the right experts and make responsible decisions. And the last thing I wanna say is congratulate you for being a true boss. I think your Instagram handle is the real deal <laughs> at the boss, Brittany, because he, you know, I don't know much about Instagram, I'm learning, but clearly she's a champion and an expert at promoting, maturing and advancing our brand and continue what you're doing, you're leading the way. So thank you so much for being with us. And we wish you all the best. Enjoy your results.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Sue. I just want to say I'm so happy you really changed my life. This has been a long, long time coming. I remember crying about this when I was 24. I'm 28. And I just feel like, like a weight is off my shoulders like it was when I got those F cups off of me. I feel great.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Basu Aesthetics and Plastic Surgery is located in Northwest Houston in the Town Lake area of Cyprus. If you'd like to be a guest or ask a question for Dr. Basu to answer on the podcast, go to basuplasticsurgery.com forward slash podcast. On Instagram, follow Dr. Basu and the team at Basu Plastic Surgery. That's B-A-S-U Plastic Surgery. Behind the Double Doors is a production of The Axis, T-H-E-A-X-I-S dot I-O.